Well, welcome in to a bit of a impromptu, unplanned, unscheduled episode of Musings on Madison here on the Second City Hockey Podcast Network. I'm your host, Dave Melton, the site manager at Second City Hockey on Twitter at DML57. I've got Betsy with me this evening. I've got Mill with me this evening, and you probably know why we're here. Uh, if you saw the news Tuesday night, I think the last thing I may have said before we signed off from our last show after the draft was that uh, the only reason we would be back is as if there was bad news, because uh, that's the only type of news that tends to break on this part of the hockey calendar. Uh, that was more in reference to usually like players getting in uh, players getting into some sort of legal trouble of whatever nature. Um, but we have a much different uh, thing to talk about this evening, which again, I, I think everyone knows at this point that Blackhawks chairman and owner Rocky Wirtz passed away on Tuesday evening at the age of 70 years old. Uh, there was a port from Ben Pope at the Sun Times that offered a little more detail that he had a brief il- uh, a brief illness and then died at North Shore Evanston Hospital surrounded by family members. Um, kind of came completely out of the blue. I don't think anybody had any knowledge of this brief illness. So we've decided to get together here and talk about it a little bit. And I don't um, – we were talking a little bit before we came on the air here, and I don't have – a strong emotional response to this and Betsy and mill, I think are kind of in a similar boat. So I think this is going to be more of a measured type of conversation. Um, Betsy, I guess I'll just start with you. Just what what was your initial thoughts or reactions to all of this? Well, I, like I said, when we were on the spot, I'm sorry. I was like, does it make me a bad person that my initial reaction was, well, that's everybody from the scandal now officially. Like, even though the whole Block and Jenner investigation said he didn't, Rocky didn't know anything, it mm. still felt like that. That still hung over it, especially after his reaction at that one press conference where he had a tantrum. So that was my initial reaction, and then I felt not sad, but like for his family, like that initial like compassion you have for the people that somebody might leave behind. But Mm -hmm. I don't know. Rocky was the, you know, you know, the owner through some of the brightest, maybe the brightest years of, of for the Blackhawks and was certainly the owner that I'm most familiar with. Like when I was super active in the fandom, obviously, but then there were some lows, obviously. So yeah, and those are fresher in everyone's memory. Or are the yeah. Lows, so it's so. like he, his his legacy is a little tainted. But I think I don't know. I don't have any strong reactions beyond yeah. That sucks for his family. Um, I'm glad he took over the team when he did, from like a fan perspective, and I thank him for that. But. Yeah, there's just a little bit of like murkiness to everything that yeah. it doesn't really help, you know. I, I think kind of yeah. I, I think the 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 two this is obviously a case of multiple things being true here because I think when whenever you're talking about almost any person, multiple things can be true about them because people are multiple multifaceted things um and this some of this might be verbatim what was i uh, just read in the column that mark lazarus from the athletic posted which is very good go read it um but just just a general idea like when rocky words took over 
Uh, he took over for his father and if I, uh, Bill, and if I remember correctly, and Mill, you might need to fact check me on this. Didn't they boo Bill Wirtz at his own memorial service at the United Center? Oh yeah. Yeah. Okay. That's what I thought. That like that's how universally un uh, unapproved. That's how low his approval rating was in the Blackhawks fan base. That at his memorial service, people were booing. Um, and Rocky Wirtz for the first 10 to 15 years of his ownership uh, was the complete opposite. He was a beloved figure. Um, he put the game, he put the home games on TV. He put the team out into the public They you know, they hired John McDonough. They did all this stuff. If you're listening to this podcast, we probably don't have to tell you about everything that Rocky words did that kind of brought the Blackhawks um, back from basically being anonymous in Chicago that nobody knew who they were. Um, it also helped that he, that the players on the ice were, they got this incredible collection of talent and won three championships. Um, so it, it was all part of this whole package of the Blackhawks going from something that only three people knew about to the whole city and the whole country knew, knowing about. Um, but to what Betsy said, there was also near the end of his time with the Blackhawks. Like I think his last public facing thing was shouting down reporters at a town hall style press conference thing that seemed like uh, it should have been the easiest thing to manage, but it wasn't. Um, and I feel it's, I don't know if fair is the right word, but it feels like that more people are going to remember that because it happened later than everything else. The Rocky words did in his career. So I, I don't, and, and I still haven't figured out what the word is for that that dichotomy there that he did a lot, but he's only remembered for the thing at the end. Um, but Mill, what are, what are some of your thoughts on this? Well, it's kind of complicated. I'm not um, ever happy to see somebody pass. Obviously he was only 70, which is in all fairness, not that old. I think uh, it's below the to... uh, average age expectancy for people these days. Right. And uh, his, I, I believe cause his dad would have died in, in only uh what oh seven? So like his dad was much older, if I remember correctly. I'm pretty yeah, sure I'm, he was like I'm, old I'm, and dirt. We're we're efforting that as you as you're talking here. So please continue. But um, uh, you know, Bill Wirtz was seventy seven when he passed away. Really, only seventy seven? Yeah. Oh, uh, he must have been like twenty when he had right. Okay, well, fair enough. Um, it it feels strange. Like back in the day when we started getting some of the games, some of the home games on TV, because at first it wasn't all of them. And yeah. they were bringing, you know, when, when he hired McDonough and they were bringing back Makita and a lot, and they were doing all these things. I think we were really grateful as fans. And also too, like they started winning, which doesn't hurt in retrospect, they were doing things that you should do when you own a pro sports <laughs> franchise. Yeah, it wasn't, it wasn't the most difficult. It was basically bringing the Hawks into like the 20th, 20 late 20th century and it was Correct. the 21st century. Correct. But I will say I you know if you were around as a fan during that era it was rough to be a fan and you really had to love the game and love the team and I I think we all had an appreciation for being able to follow the team as they you know they cuz the 07 08 they've still missed the playoffs and then they kind of started their run but it was cool to be able to like watch that without listening to the radio at home games or going <laughs> yeah. to every game. Um, I, I just, I don't feel super one way or the other about it. I think he'll, 
oh, after the everything is done and over now, he'll have his place as being who was in the owner's chair when they, you know, became the franchise that they became. Obviously, his uh, outburst and everything that kind of goes along with it doesn't really help him. Um, but it just it doesn't feel I don't know. It feels strange more than anything to me. Yeah, I, I think the suddenness of it means it's still like settling in. Like I think we're so used to Rocky Words being the owner of the team because it's been in that role since his father passed away 16 years ago now. So um, it's just like uh, it's it's something you're so used to that it's weird to realize that it's not there anymore. Um, I, I think I think we're all in the same boat that just there's not a strong emotional response here. Like I never met Rocky Wirtz in person. I even when he was sitting at the top of the <laughs> 100 level in a chair just for fans to come and say hi to him, which I I don't know. I know he did that during the Hawks heyday. And then when the Hawks weren't as good, I, I don't have a specific timeline for when he stopped doing that. But I feel like I would look for him in the later 2010s and uh, in this decade. And I never, I feel like I never saw him there again. That is purely anecdotal. He might've been out there. I don't know. Um, I don't think he could fit in the uh, regular chairs after a while. (laughs) Jeez. Sorry. Sorry, Rockwell. Way way to go, Mill. Um, But yeah, I just, uh, I don't, I, I I feel like it's the same thing. Like with any, any other owner dies, it's like, or just any other famous person, like, all right, well, I never met that person. I, w- I didn't really, you know, he oh, he just happened to own the team that is playing hockey geographically closest to me. So I like that team. I And I, I really don't have anything else to say from the emotional side of things other than that. Like, it's just more of a matter of it was a matter of fact that he owned the team I liked. So, yeah, he's not. I know some people got really attached to Rocky as you have to think of it more, more as him as like a character more than as a person. Cause nobody actually knows him as a person, but he yeah. seemed nice to fans. Cause he would greet them and all that kind of stuff. And he did herald the Blackhawks back from the dead and mm-hmm. to extreme success in a way, like he, he gave the money. Um, he, he had the purse. Uh, so there are fans that were like, after like that outburst were very defensive of him. And then mm-hmm. there are ones that will go down fighting saying well he didn't know anything and he might not have we don't i have no idea um so there are people that must have a connection to him but i just i don't the people that i have connections with when it comes to a sports team or something like that it's the players and maybe the coach if they're like yeah you know but even even those are characters of themselves those aren't we don't know those people so you can feel some type of way and I know I don't I don't judge anybody for being sad or happy even I don't like that's a weird thing to say but like it's just very neutral even kill I don't yeah. feel anything really yeah I I think whenever sports have been involved I've never been a uh massively uh attached to the owner it's always been the players or the coaches, as you were saying. Like, in fact, in the city of Chicago, I despise most of the owners because it feels say, like I they're <laughs> they're ruining. Anger. Uh, yeah, it's usually usually just seething rage directed at the ownership. Um, and and like you know, Rocky Words did a lot of things good. Like, and he he did he spent money. 
Like, I feel like that's the one thing you ask of your owners in professional sports is spend money on players who will make your team good. And I don't think there was ever any question, especially considering the penny pinching ways of his father. I don't think there was ever any question that Rocky Wirtz had no problem spending money to make the Hawks a better team on the ice and to make and just to make the overall uh, organization better. I mean, God, they've the the new practice facility, the the stuff they do with the the way they travel on the road now, like everything is as leaps and bounds what it was when he took the team over 15 years ago. Also, he kind of got out of the way of the people who actually know hockey. There are some owners on all sports that kind of have their hands too far. You know, like they've added themselves to the like <laughs> there, there's too many cooks in the kitchen already when it comes to sporting teams. And he like was like, nope, I'm going to hire experts and let that. Like I'm going to spend my money hiring experts mm-hmm. and let them handle it, which is smart, I think. And Mill, go ahead. You were going to say something. Uh, I was going to say he spent so much money, almost to a fault, because of not not really the fault, because the cap will cap. You know, we thought it was going to get higher, but uh, I mean, they had cap issues. Like they made so much money from those teams that they couldn't spend on players anymore. So there's fucking LEDs all over the United Center now. Yeah, yeah. I mean, they made money. Hmm. And and they. And they spent it too. Like I, it's um, I think I think the like the the things you want out of an owner for the most part, Rocky Wirtz did them. You know, he, he spent he spent money for them uh, until the last year or two. He didn't really like do anything that made you regret the fact that he owned the team you cheered for. So, um, uh, again, up until the very end, but yeah, I think if you look at just the product, the hockey product, um, in a vacuum. Obviously, and like Betsy said, he hired experts, many clearly decent ones at least, because they got a lot of, you know, winning done. Yeah. But uh, in his time as the owner, which wasn't that long, I mean, they won three cups, went to a couple more conference finals, played in six outdoor games. <laughs> you know, I mean, there's they, I mean, they he, he had a successful ownership. I mean, really, like the best and worst thing he did was hire John McDonough. It was the best thing he did because McDonough had all these forward thinking uh, ideas about sports and marketing and all that. And, it, and that really helped still the Hawks forward. But also, that's exactly John McDonough's presence was why everything with Kyle Beach was swept under the rug and became such a huge scandal 10 years later. Yeah, among other things that he did that yeah. aren't as bad as that, but still yeah. bad. Yeah. So. We you brought up something about what's his legacy going to be like, and then um, Laz's article talks about that too. Like, what is? I think right now the freshness of the Kyle Beach stuff is still going to be tainting it a little bit, mm-hmm. but I think down the line that's going to like all like it's going to it's it, it's going to kind of like lessen and lessen, you know. And uh-huh. the fact the fact that we were sitting there saying that the only time we really think about emotions connected to owners is usually in anger or annoyance and the fact that prior to that Rocky was very well liked. He was one of those owners that like people talked about positively. So I think it'll end up positive for him. Um I one of my friends once said that if you don't get a controversy you know controversy section on wikipedia um <laughs> like because his is like i went to look it up because i was thinking about what we were talking about it they do mention all that stuff in wikipedia but it doesn't have its own section okay. so they're like oh it's not going to be quite as big a deal in the end run so we'll see if that changes down the line but that's how she judges like people's how are people going to remember someone that's that's that is uh a 
very accurate description of the way we view things in 2023, I think. Yeah. Um, I, I think the other so the other part of this is like now that I, I'm guessing Danny Wirtz will be the the guy going forward. And it already seemed like he was kind of that way. He was certainly the more public facing figure of the Wirtz family. And I, I assume everything just goes to him now. But well, they'll I imagine they'll be worrying about that later. But like. Th- there is an element of I, I feel like one of the things with Rocky Wirtz is that he was just he was he was not of the generation that needs to be around, uh, needs to be public facing and leading big, huge organizations like this into the future. Cause I think the world has changed substantially in the last five to 10 years, let alone the last 20. So it's like, like people of Rocky and uh, people of Rocky Wirtz's age, I think, unless they are incredibly progressive and forward thinking and, and quick on their feet are probably not best suited to be in, situations are are uh, at the head of organizations such as the Blackhawks. So the fact that now Danny Wirtz, it seems like will be the guy going forward. I think that's encouraging that hopefully things will continue to trend in a good way for the Blackhawks. I'm not going to say I, I I'm happy that Rocky Wirtz died to make this happen. That would not be correct to say. So um, I want to make sure that is publicly stated clearly. Um, I would, I would not wish death on Rocky Wirtz just for the sake of my hockey team, but if there is a silver lining from, I guess, from the perspective of us, I guess, um, because again, I have no emotional attachment to Rocky words. It's that hopefully that the the next chapter of the Blackhawks doesn't need to have an asterisk at the end for everything else that happened 10 years prior that we learned about down the road. Yeah. And it does feel like a really fresh start now too. I mean, everything's brand new. Yeah. I mean, yeah, like the the owners knew, the entire front office is new, the whole roster's new, the coaches knew. Like, um, it it is a completely different world that the Blackhawks are embarking into in about a month and a half here. Well, that was uh mostly painless. Any other <laughs> final thoughts before we uh? wrap up this abbreviated edition of musings on madison here because uh, I, I didn't have a ton to say and i feel like i said it all anything else betsy no i think i got everything mill what about you uh, i just got one thing i thought okay. what betsy said about them being more like characters to us was very um well well said and well put yeah. And I agree 99.9%, but Dave Boland, we know and love <laughs> <laughs> that's that's the only uh, one. I think, yeah, I think some of them are a little bit closer to reality show characters. Me, even, literally, even, yeah. Even people on reality shows are a little bit characters of themselves. Yeah, they're like amplified versions of themselves. Yeah, yeah. yeah that's that's that's. So, I, so Boland is a reality show. He's our. <laughs> he could go on Survivor, so I can watch. He's our guy. Uh, all right. Well, I think that's a perfect note to end this episode on. Um, so, yeah, thank you very much for listening to this, uh, again, impromptu edition of Musings on Madison. Again, uh, I fingers crossed that we don't have to do another one of these until September for any reason, um, because, again, the, the only reason we're going to have to come back is if there's news and it probably won't be good news. So uh, let's just for the next two months or so, let's just uh, put up, put all the news to bed. 
we're going to go, we'll, we'll do our Friday shows, have some interviews up every now and then, uh, or, or once a week even. But uh, other than that, we'll uh, stay in off season mode till September arrives. And we all get to watch uh, Connor Bedard start playing hockey with the Blackhawks. And uh, I guess when that happens, we will talk to you then.